Hello there, Reject Nation, people who are listeners of The Real Rejects over here. Thank you so much for finding us. Uh, we don't really promote the podcast all that often here, so it means a lot to anyone who has searched us and has decided to join us here on this journey, and especially because like a lot of our brand deals have been coming in through here, and that all goes back to helping support The Real Rejects. So thank you. Thank you very much. What we're going to do right now, we have not watched The Boys yet. We are going to do a reaction for The Boys, which you can catch over at youtube.com slash the real rejects but we're gonna uh, just a little bit after the intro we are going to uh play our review our instant review our instant thoughts for this episode it's been a hell of a journey so far so again thank you to everyone who has joined us and thank you to storyblocks for sponsoring this video this portion of the boys they've helped us out through so much as of late so i've been more excited than ever to be partnered with them anywho let's uh let's see what's going on Wow. That is cruel and twisted. That makes sense. <laughs> that would does. happen. That's the way it would go. Yeah. Well, shit. I feel like they got like two more seasons left in them. One or two. At least. Um, I can see it too. That was great. That was an amazing finale. Yeah. Shit. That was. Oof. I'm in a daze. That was <laughs> shocking. That was a lot of shocking, shocking stuff in there. Yeah, man, it's a crescendo. Oh, man. What's going to become of Ryan? He's going to be fine. <sighs> All right. Let's chitty chatty. Before we do, a word from today's video sponsor. Thank you to Storyblocks for sponsoring this video. Being the cinematic artisans we obviously are, we are always in search of ways to make our videos look better, faster, and most of all, for cheap. Cheap is good. And if you're a content creator or a filmmaker or anything in between, you're probably in a similar position. It's tough to get your content looking as good as it can be without breaking the bank or burning yourself out in the process, which is why I heavily encourage you guys to check out what Storyblocks has to offer. Cheap is good. Do you feel like this is their way of telling us that the videos could be looking better? Yes. Whether it's the credibility of an exotic establishing shot, the soothing comfort of the perfect music bed, or just the satisfaction of increasing your graphical capability. Storybox has an incredibly inclusive and diverse library of faces, places, sounds, titles, transitions, filters, and effects. And more. Over a million assets, royalty-free, and available for personal and commercial use with your membership. Sounds so affordable. <laughs> it is quite affordable. They have multiple subscription levels to suit your exact needs whether you're an independent indie solo creator or a whole team so if you want to learn more head on down to our link in the description box and get started that's at storyblocks.com slash rejects now back to the video all right you want to kick us off with first thing to talk about john oh <laughs> jesus uh i mean what an ending to the the friggin season i mean the way that they have managed like it's i think it's hard it takes probably a lot of ingenuity in the writer's room to figure out how to keep a character like Homelander ever escalating and ever sort of developing and warping in the levels of depravity and just what a threat he is to not only people physically, but also just as an ideological symbol. And to watch, <laughs> to watch the back and forth with Ryan in this episode was like especially sort of heart crunching because they've already done things surrounding, you know, radicalization and, and uh, how people who are a bit older and who have a little more life experience get indoctrinated into these things. But, you know, for for him as, you know, still very much 
a child in a lot of ways and having these really conflicting experiences with different guardians and father figures like it, it, it it's such a kind of heart-rending end in that sense like uh like the soul of ryan like i have to imagine that in the next season that's going to be a heavy theme because i mean you know you see it at the end there he's not that vexed that his dad just blew some dude's head up so uh, yeah uh, like yeah i feel like especially building up soldier boy and like this you know homelander scale threat dealing with all that like this definitely feels like at least for soldier boy sort of an interstitial piece like there can definitely be more with him but just as the arc of again homelander i feel like you come in every season being like man where are they gonna how are they gonna keep him feeling like this volatile, you know, horrific presence? And I think they they manage it here, and and especially with these emotional curveballs that they throw. There were a lot of points, especially towards the end when like the three of them are all in the same room together, grandfather, son, and grandson. Like ah, just the the amount of emotional suspense along with the physical stakes, I thought was really great. Yeah, this whole season seemed to be about literally the inheriting the sins of your father and how that's passed along and uh, how we all react as as we go about our lives like a lot of father and son themes was pretty much the through line for everyone of whatever inherited trauma there was even right down to like mother's milk inheriting uh the the life experiences he's had soldier boy you get to hear his backstory of how he was treated and then he quickly morphs into adopting his father's point of view while interacting with homelander and Homelander, you know, I, I just think Anthony Starr's performance when he is interacting with Soldier Boy, just like how he starts breaking down in front of him. I really, really love Anthony Starr's performance because he can has a, such a range of just knowing each and every moment of what this character is thinking and feeling. And then to have a scene where you're on the you're on the brink of something very explosive and, and then to have him literally succumb to tears in front of Ryan and, and, and like begging to be a family in that moment. And that's kind of a through line for all these characters, as we've seen with Butcher from season two to especially this season with exploring his past. So I think like thematically, they all kept it on board for how they kept it on board for exactly how each one of these people would ultimately respond to situations. And it does leave it in a fascinating spot for every one of them like look i know people don't like to hear this but homelander's trump all right that's not my opinion it's pretty <laughs> obvious it's what they're doing and for all you trump supporters out there that's what they're, they're doing <laughs> yes. yeah it's something that I've, I've talked with other people who do like videos on the boys and they actually try to refrain from saying that they they, they try to keep it out because there's definitely going to be a redemption arc for Because they're like, I don't want to stir something turn out up. good. I don't want to stir something up in the comments. I don't want to. And it's like, it's so obvious it's what they're doing. And they just know who the, know who the filmmakers are involved in creating this piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's what they're commenting on. <laughs> so whether you like it or not, that's what they're doing. And especially in those final moments, you know, uh, what, what the crowd is representing and the fact he could do such a violent act and the crowd will just cheer him on be like yay we uplift you we support you you're doing the thing the mainstream wouldn't do you're going against it all uh, and it's it is that's the kind of commentary i i tend to like no we haven't seen trump murder a guy <laughs> in front of a crowd of people we haven't uh but it's it's so obvious is what what they're doing and you'd be a little naive to think that's not 
that's not what they're commenting not on. At all. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um, so that is it leaves it in a more disgusting, morbid place um, for where Homelander can play around it because now he's at a spot where he just killed an in his last season. You know, a big part when Victoria Newman was going up against Homelander in the public was there was a video capturing Homelander murdering, um, you know, uh, an innocent died and you see him just killing like terrorists. And then uh, he was trying to defend himself, but everyone was against him. And now here he murders someone right in front of a crowd of people in the States and everyone cheers him on. And so that gives him even more free reign to now be more sadistic and, and indulge in his more violent senses more than ever when he's got the support of the people to allow him to do so. The people who have motivated him, validated him. And now he can keep on going down this path and to, you know, this tug of war that they'd have with Ryan. I like the flipperoo of where last season ends with Ryan choosing to go with Butcher and this season ends with Butcher and all them being saved because Ryan's the one who's pulling Homelander away and choosing to go with Homelander. I think it is a good flipperoo and it creates a more interesting conflict uh, for for someone like Butcher. And what a genius way to, to have the tables turn in the heat of a moment uh, in your finale of Butcher will not let Ryan die. Yeah. can't and if you let Ryan die could have killed Homelander <laughs> they would have been in this situation yeah. now um, but I, I think that is just clever clever writing because Ryan's kind of been in the background a little bit one could see I think you know one could I would have liked to have checked in with Ryan a tad bit more to be totally honest there was a part of me that's like I could have used a little bit more of I don't know what the hell he would have done other than hey, he's yeah. chilling on the farm, <laughs> like bored as hell. He's just you know? chilling and stewing about that last moment with Butcher. Yeah, bonding with Mallory, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, there's not much more you could have done, granted. But who knows? Maybe just developing the relationship with Aunt Mallory and and it's a, to make that kind of that heart wrenching pull a little bit more. Um, however, I, I do think that's really clever to have it turn because you you keep wondering like. Is it going to be Soldier Boy who ultimately succumbs to being a father and, and embracing his his son now? Is that who it's going to be? And I like the difference, that they, the, the, the divide that, that is established of where he's like calling Homelander a pussy and saying, you know, like, you just seek this love and stuff. Like, he, he views him as weak in turn, and so showing that he's not like him, that they are two, they are two different people in, in response to how they wish to be perceived i think that's really great at, at drawing the line there and does make it you feel like you're setting up for something even more chaotic i do like that they kept him alive i do like that because it there's more doors to explore uh with soldier boy and you know like they keep the way they shift the dynamics of team-ups and enemies it, it's so so invigorating the way they they do it because they don't rely on like new like there's always a new cast member every season there's always some new players but this show is not heavily reliant on that it's really just about how do you mix things up it's not that the key to the stakes is oh we got to have a new character to to, to you know yeah. get you afraid that they will die or something yeah it's they're good at playing the chess game and shifting around people's allegiances and and, and making you wonder because they're you know like a train is like a perfect example of that is like how many experiences will it take 
for this guy to finally maybe land on the right side of anything and it doesn't seem like at this point it will ever happen but they're really good at at least convincing you that it maybe could someday and that makes for really fun both you know drama and you know the the lighter mode. I feel like the deep is like the more light version of that where you're like this guy's never gonna change <laughs> this guy is gonna yeah. always be who he is uh and yet I don't know they, they still find interesting things to make out of that and they still kind of hold the statuses and the dynamics True. well and and you know like losing noir this episode like that felt pretty momentous still uh because you know we see how powerless everybody is and to a degree they've always been so but uh yeah to kind of get to the end it's like you've homelander at the top of everything and we had Noir, and they, they, they do nicely. It's like they've given him this personality, and then they've embellished it. You know, they, they started with the body language, and then they embellished it here with the, the cartoon animals. But even beyond that, I just liked the triangle that they drew. Like, there was a certain closeness and admiration between Black Noir and Soldier Boy until that relationship turns, hor you know, horribly sour just because of who Soldier Boy is. And then, you know, the way that mutates into his relationship to Homelander... Like that, like as much as in a way, it's not one of the main, main, main characters dying and Maeve doesn't actually die. I still was like, wow, you know, for, for Black Noir to go out like this does feel pretty harsh and does feel pretty momentous in this moment. And he is the one member of the team you might actually mourn for if they died. Yeah, it's like no one on the seven necessarily was a good person. Even Black Noir was yeah. not necessarily a good person. Um, but he was the one you were most sympathetic towards because the show always did things to demonstrate his sensitivity, whether it be in season one where he plays the piano or when he's learning about Compound V and he's he's crying in the hallway in season two. And then here they really capitalize on that even more with showing how he was treated by Soldier Boy with payback and who he feels he can interact with. He's like cartoon, Looney Tunes, animal-like friends of his. You know, they really showed um, just who he really is at his at his core, that even despite he is this violent individual, <laughs> that he really is uh, this thing of sensitivity. And there's like there's frightened. Yeah, there's like there's still a child in there. Yeah, which yeah. Which is automatically endearing, no matter how horrible you make the character to some extent. There was something about the way when he showed up. I was like, smell death on this guy. Yeah. Something, something's about <laughs> he's gonna die, and uh, the second, you know. He admitted fault, uh, or admitted to have, having kept that as hidden from Homelander. It was like, oh, dude's dead right away. Because that's the thing he holds, that's the thing Homelander values most. Yeah. You know, and it's like the more Homelander, what, what they've been doing with Homelander is the more they strip away every element of facade or something that he would latch onto to feel worthy or to feel a sense of belonging, the more they do that, the more they strip those qualities away the more he starts to like come out of his shell, the more the, the, the thing that will lead to the scorching of the earth, as they put it. And uh, I, I love that. I love that quality. So going to miss Black Noir really yeah. was a delightful presence. I feel like in some way he could survive that still, but not needed. Part of me was wondering yeah. if they were going to have it be that on the, like, you know, Darth Vader on a table, you know, getting stitched up and, and you know, either some kind of mumbo jumbo with compound V or something yeah. with, you know, mechanical parts, blah, blah, blah. But, I don't know. I, I honestly feel like it could still happen, but part of me is, is as much as I am bummed to see a character go, it does make things feel real and finite. So, yeah, I was sitting there bargaining myself watching his little intestines spray blood, and I'm like, 
but he could come back from this somehow, right? <laughs> but well, on the flip, right now it doesn't feel like it. On the flip with Maeve, I think I think her character deserved to live. Mm-hmm. I hope that her character does not. I, I hope that if like I don't know what the season plans are for season four or five. Like, is that supposed to be the final one? You know, they announced that early on with this debut of this season, but they might have the season four and five. I imagine they can go on for a while. There's many stories to draw from with the comics. But where they end off with Maeve here, I think, is very strong because she's had such a defined arc, um, especially from season one to now, you know. And I appreciate that they brought it back around from this season of her training with, with the fighting. And then, you know, she's being held prisoner, so you don't really think anything's going to happen with it. You don't really think she... I, I didn't actually think she'd be, like, having a fight with Homeland or be able to hold her own throughout most of it. But I thought it was a very worthy fight. Like, her, the brutality and the ferociousness of her like just how she wouldn't stop going no matter what was happening to her no matter how injured she got and obviously homelander was just like holding back but he was still getting dealt some pretty you know pretty awful blows uh throughout and then for her to have like the ultimate sacrifice in the in the image of everyone i'm surprised she lived anyway if anything i'm like i'm surprised you survived that like you were like up close with him at that you moment were, and the <laughs> explosion happened and he fell to the ground like i i would think you would die um but i think you know just in terms of like audience member association with a character who was kind of like frustrating to me in the beginning of season two who then i really started to root for and then this whole time you know who's just kind of been put through the ringer and beaten and put down in, in all ways to then have this moment I thought was really rewarding and I thought that uh, they earned it. I, I think that's the most important thing is they earned what she ultimately got to have in the end. I think everyone did, essentially. Like I like who Frenchie's evolved into. Someone more confident and sure of himself and is like going to finally be able to stand up to Butcher. Um, Huey was more so coming to realizations of what real strength is versus the physicality side of it. I know Eric Criffy kind of pissed off some people the other day on Twitter uh, with how he defined, because someone asked him a question about why is it okay, why would Starlight think it's okay for um, Kimiko to get powers through Compound V again, but wasn't okay for Huey? And he answered something along the lines of, I'm trying to remember, I'm totally paraphrasing here. But something along the lines of like Huey was doing it because he wanted to feel macho, whereas Kimiko was doing it because it comes from like a sense of wanting to protect, you know, and, and whatnot. And take uh, ownership of something that you've been so, uh, you know, torn up over and, and felt it was thrust upon you unfairly. Yeah, Krippy didn't say that. Um, oh, okay. Humphrey did. Krippy <laughs> <But laughs> didn't say that. It was a very specific tweet that he put out, and uh, it was pissing off a lot of people because it was like, oh, so men can't take it to defend his woman? <laughs> like, well, there was a whole bunch of context that I'm sure he couldn't put in a tweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, That's not the point. And also, you know, V24 doesn't have the same effect as Compound yeah. V. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Compound uh, V is not going to liquefy your insides. So I, I, do like, uh, I do like what Huey ultimately learns, especially that learning lesson he does have about his father because he, he, he seemed to kind of reject and, and judge everything about his father and never understood him and it seemed like he finally understood who his father was and what strength his father actually possessed the even though the show would even kind of paint him as someone who was weak that there was actually not a lot of weakness in what he did but a lot of strength in what he did and i 
I like that. That whenever they go more gray, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Mm getting to tell his daughter the truth about past. When it sounds like they don't know that Soldier Boy's still alive. Um, but can't do that. Butcher being set up now for he's got a timeline of when he might when he would die. I hope the show goes through with him actually dying. I like when they commit to that shit. Like he's got a specific timeline here, and now he has to. Uh, now they have to adhere to that. <laughs> saying he's got like twelve months to live. Shouldn't they might call him some bullshit? But <laughs> every season from now on is only four days. Yeah. I mean, this, the time that they place in tend to be relatively short. Yeah, tend to be like a few weeks. You could still squeeze a good amount of stories in. Yeah, to those last eighteen months on the long end. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think this is my favorite season. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I don't like immediately jumping on the bandwagon of that uh but i i think this is my favorite one i really i I think it could easily be mine as well i mean i think the way that this season has both encapsulated you know the the growth of their combinations of the iconography and imagery of superheroes and all that stuff with the satire and the commentary i feel like they've had a pretty you know just solid grip on you know each season they get a little more assured about that and then this season in particular um it's like yeah having every episode feel like a standalone kind of installment and also having it be that uh you have so many of the core ensemble like it didn't feel like they felt forced to have everyone together or to you know recreate all the same dynamics as before like there's a lot of uh, disparity between the boys, between a lot of different people. There's a lot of pairings off and whatnot, and I thought that made for, yeah, nice character explorations, nice confrontations, and nice moments where we have no idea what's going to happen. We feel jeopardy for, you know, our core team who, I guess you could argue, probably not going to die, but at least, I don't know, we sat here every week going, oh, God, please don't kill French or Kimiko, or even Mother's Milk. Like, I, I yeah, I, I, I liked... The ultimate growth and resolution. Yeah, Frenchie stands up. MM gets to sort of legitimize, uh, you know, his trauma with his daughter instead of, you know, trying to create this perfect world. Uh, Yeah. And everybody, like, nobody felt useless or anything like that or, like, they were spinning their wheels to get, you know, somebody involved. Like, not every character is the most integral to every episode. But, yeah, this felt well-proportioned and well just conceived in terms of where everyone is and what everyone's going through it feels like there's more to come but also like they made a crisp package out of this particular season i think starlight what's her name moriarty catherine catherine moriarty catherine moriarty i think that's her name forgive me if i'm wrong on that uh her last name is moriarty she's an incredible actress and i feel like she's not talked about enough yeah you kind of just accept her kind of the way you accept like carl urban yeah. Yeah, like you just accept her, but she is, she, she is, the the way they've developed her character and fleshed her out as this, as this, you know, brave individual and someone with a, a sense of like true strength possessed coming first internally, then externally, I think is so awesome of her. And she's one of the people I, moral ground wise and then physical wise when she's around i feel like a sense of safety and security when she's there and uh as a leader as well how she's really morphed into that you know like the first season really felt like her huey a butcher and homelander were the main characters and they've they've kind of kept that through line with her especially and i think she's such a i don't feel like she gets enough recognition for her contribution to the show she's phenomenal and she 
maintain being phenomenal to me from the beginning of the season to the very end. And, and the, the range she displays is so great. And I was really worried that Soldier Boy was going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought Soldier Boy was yeah. going to get the jump on her. Um, yeah, excellent work there. A Train, I don't know what to feel about him. I mean, I, I feel like the, it, it, they have such a good tug and pull with the audience, but I like the way they decide to explore that, and especially with the whole the brother being being like you shouldn't have killed him we needed justice to be served and we wanted to see him locked up basically you want to see him suffer and be punished and see the image taken down for the public to see exactly see this guy's mugshot know that he is not a good guy and that's the retribution that the community needed to yeah and so because now he's going to get that hero's send-off blah 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 yeah yeah um the deep <laughs> uh, and Ashley, you know, like I, I, I like the way they paint her because, you know, she's she's always, I, I, you, I always feel how torn she is, even when she seems dead set on a particular path, but so much of what, like, she has to pretty much hide or deny moral values in order to survive. You know, like she, she's always caught in fear and has to constantly act off of that. And I thought the physical representation of just how much this tears at her, you know, literally. Yeah. Of you know, she's she pulled out all of her hair and it just looks so painful that she has to wear a wig. Like she that's how that's how she lets out everything she's feeling internally. And I thought that was a, a really fascinating character reveal on her end. Well, in the way they've co-opted it into like a kink coping mechanism too. Like again, like the the way they flesh and develop even characters like that is like so twisted and fascinating. And she does a terrific job too. And I think uh, you know that they, they lay some type of groundwork. I thought was really clever, and uh, of you know, Ashley number two. She doesn't <laughs> let go on the helipad, and she, you see that look that Ashley number two has. It's like she she's she's gonna remember that, and then Ashley two's with her when she deletes the footage of Maeve, and some, I'm like, uh, you can't trust anyone in the show. <laughs> she could use that against her. She could totally use that against her in some way if that means her climbing the ranks. Yeah, That's what everyone tries to do with Vought. Climb the ladder. Yeah, even if there was an off-screen kumbaya, how long could that last? <laughs> when opportunity and leverage are applied. Yeah, I'm sad the season's wrapped up, but it was a, an amazing journey. Another knockout season for the boys. A rush, yeah. Um, not sure why I'd rank it yet, but probably my favorite now. All right, guys, what did you think about this season? Leave your thoughts down below. You can subscribe, click that notification bell, leave a like. Thank you to Storyblocks for sponsoring this video. Check us out on our podcast and whatnot. If you're already here at the podcast, thanks for being here. Uh, anyway, let's send this with a Patreon. <laughs> Anissa Oliva. Anissa, it took me eight episodes to finally get here, but I'm wearing the Supernatural shirt you got hey. me. I actually think you got us too, but, but this is the, my favorite one. I often get compliments on it whenever I go out in public or go to the gym or even in it. People are always like, bitching shirts, that's what they always say. So Anissa, thank you for uh, helping me out with my attire for today and getting a chance to represent it. And I want to thank you for being you. You've been uh, an amazing friend to us on all accounts and an amazing listener. And you're 
you just have this like kind of unconditional support and love that is really hard to find. So thank you for being with us for so long. And you know, you're, 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 you're above average to us <laughs> in more <laughs> you ways broke than the one. bell curve, Anissa. Yeah. You're, you're a real special lady to us. So you're super, I can't wait to hang out with you again when you're out here in California or when the day inevitably comes when we finally visit Texas. But Thank you for being you and uh, know that you have our hearts with you forever. Much love, dear. Mm-hmm.